Hello, podcast listeners. It's VA, bringing you another episode of Fairly on Topic, episode 27, Believe in Boston. Anyway, it's been a while since we've had an episode because of scheduling conflicts and technical difficulties. Full disclosure, we did record an episode a week earlier, but we had some sound issues and it would have sounded like we were talking to a ghost, which is a little awkward and weird, and we try not to talk to ghosts on this podcast. Anyway, we have a partial cast for this one. Nick, myself, Jeff, and Anthony were talking about why we need to believe in this team. Enjoy! I'm back. It's been a really tough few weeks. So I'm really hoping to get back to business. First, I want to say a shout out to, well, to you guys, to the Barely Antofa crew and the Barely and, uh oh, sorry, the Bobby to Bergie crew. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot the name of the website. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really bad because I just, you know, posted the MFA this morning. So yeah, you um, maybe only just made it. No big deal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I forgot. You're only a managing editor. Not a big deal at all, really. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. So. I'd like to thank beer. Beer's really good. And um, I'd like to thank uh, Barely on Topic and Bobby DeBerge for being so nice to us after losing Julio and getting us nice little things to do to get our minds off of it. So thank you. I, um, I said it before. It's not less genuine this time. It's just I'm tired. I'm sorry. So anyway, we'll go back yeah, you're, to You're very welcome, though. You're welcome. Absolutely Internet really well. mom. <laughs> Thank you, dead mother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to accept it now. Eh, it's fine. It's hey, fine. You, you don't have to change our diapers. L- literally. Figuratively, yes. Literally, no. <laughs> are you trying to tell us something, Nick? Yes. You're not one of those adult babies, are you? They have a they have a store outside of Chicago. I'm interested in going out of pure shock value out of uh from it, but no. Like, you don't come back from that. You don't come back from that. <laughs> you know, I've seen some fetishy things, lots of fetishy things, and I haven't seen that in public. They have a thing. giant ball pit, which I guess I don't really need to go to a baby store, adult baby store, to go to one of those. Yeah, you just need to go to a McDonald's or like a Discovery Zone. Trampoline Park. I'm going to make my living room into one of them. Oh, there you go. I support over. this plan. Yeah. A yes. ball pit or a trampoline park? Oh, the ball pit. No, trampoline. You'll trampoline right into the fan, and that's going to be a bad thing. Trust me. Yeah, ball pit. Mm. Ball pit's definitely better. Yeah. 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 That's safer. Yeah, it really is. It is. I, I'm thinking about everybody here. I'm thinking about all of you and everybody else um, for that. So, so anyway, um, ball pits and uh, a trampoline. <laughs> I said ball. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and well, it's... We're doing, we're doing better room. than Sunday Fruit. with Bergeron like hiding a dead body. Mm. Oh. <laughs> 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 He's I a good friend. <laughs> but it's really Brad who's doing the work now. Oh, yeah. The heavy lifting on the, the burying. Oh, or was 
no, no, uh, no, no. We'll just leave it at the burying. I make it a little too dark all the time. Anyway, yes. So, can I just air a few grievances right now? Go I did it, it before. I'll do it again. One, I'm very sad that Sides is gone because I need a German, and he's gone. Two. There was something else I was really unhappy about, and I can't honestly, for the life of me, remember what it was. Um, what do you have to look forward to? Well, yes, yes, we're gonna get into that. I'm, yeah, I've just the, the defense is just not that great. Oh God, I can't. You know what? I can't even remember what it was that I was really upset about. It sides. I was very upset about that. I'm upset that they haven't improved the defense. I feel like I just don't know where the Bruins are anymore. I don't know where I am with them. Well, the. The Southern conservative in me suggests going to church to find your way. Oh, really? But that won't help you with the Bruins, so... The, the, the drunk in me suggests finding solutions in the bottom of the bottle. That only kind of yeah. works. All right, so Anthony, your turn. What horrible suggestion do you have? <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I went to the garden. I tried to find an inspiration. I just wasn't finding it. He said church in the bottom of the bottle, not, not the garden. <laughs> well, where would the Bruins church be? Also the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> this is Boston, after all. Yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of places where people find themselves at the bottom of a bottle. Not just Boston. Well, it's a good place for it, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, it's a pretty good uh, crappy restaurant and bar in Meredith. A lot of people find themselves at the bottom of their glass in, so... It's called the mug. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Thank you. No. Get mugged at the mug. When you walk in, everyone just just shouts Norm, hoping they'll be right one day. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, my nickname from my grandpa was either Charlie Brown or Norman. Wow. How many grandkids did he have? Me. No. (laughs) forgot about those cousins. No, my dad... My dad has five sisters and a brother, six sisters and a brother, and my mom has five brothers and two sisters. So I'm trying to think of where all my cousins are, because most of them are bottom on line, my mom's bottom side. Bottom line, with that, with that many siblings, your grandfather, whichever side he's actually on, statistically is almost certain to have more of the grandchildren than just you. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, you need to do you the honest? calculus on that. I think it's only like two or three. Oh, maybe they're Schrodinger's grandchildren. They're alive and they're not alive. Oh, they're like Thomas Keverley. <laughs> I will Why wear my Keverley be- jersey with pride, damn it. Why don't we just needle each other with the players that are no longer here that we love? I stand Doggy. by my narrative of Thomas Keverley. That You know what? You know what's really funny is I know somebody who looks vaguely like him and it, I found them both to be really creepy, so I, I don't know how you wear the cabaret jersey. <laughs> <laughs> one sleeve at a time. I put it on one sleeve at a time. But now you have... I think the more remarkable thing is not to say you have one, but that anyone paid for a Thomas Cabaret jersey. <laughs> hey, I know somebody who won an auction jersey of Zeidenberg with Milt Schmitz. Yeah! Yeah! This is, this is so fantastic. <laughs> I like, guess perfect. All right. I'm jealous now. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll spill the beans because I certainly haven't posted about it on Twitter and Facebook daily. Um, I totally won a Dennis Seidenberg custom Boston Bruins jersey autographed by Milt Schmidt. Because Proutline. that's what you do. 
what you do. And I, I gotta I, I, say, I don't see how you couldn't bid on that, really. So. You know, even if you remove the signature from it, I got a good deal for it, uh, including shipping. It came to uh, twenty nine dollars. Yeah, that's actually fantastic, including shipping, like yeah. extraordinary. Even yeah. without Milt Schmidt's signature. Yeah. Hmm. Although I, I looked up how much Milt, Schmidt, uh, Milt Schmidt's signature is, it actually takes away from the value of the jersey. Oh, because it makes no sense? Correct. Oh, yeah. I, but I can you know see what? that. I have a Dennis Seidenberg custom Boston Bruins jersey autographed by Milt Schmidt, and I'm pretty sure none of you guys have it. <laughs> You're right. Pretty sure no You're one else right. does. Yeah. Because the only other person that owns it no, no longer does now because you just bought it from them. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, though? I just want to say that, do you want to know how much they're selling the um, Winter Classic jerseys? How much? For $260 at the Pro Shop. Yikes. You know, that's worth it, though. Those are beautiful. Uh Uh-oh. True, but still, Bard, it's a lot of money. Yeah. You can get Krejci or Connolly, and Connolly is not marked down, by the way. Really? $260 for Connolly. Huh? Shit! Well, I wouldn't even pay two hundred sixty dollars to have Connolly on my team. I would pay for I would pay two hundred sixty dollars for for a Winter Classic jersey that instead of his nameplate just said hashtag dog years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You're in luck. You could go get the the uncrested one and make it your own. Is it IceJerseys.com? Yep. The, the, yeah, they do some incredible work. Mostly work for evil. Like they'll any 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 jersey foul you see, icejerseys.com was the culprit. Although I just want, they're just following orders. I just I want an A on my Patrice Bergeron one. That's all I want. Me too. How did how did they drop the ball on that? They sell them that way. They honest no to God fuck. sell them that way. Like <laughs> like if you want the A, you have to go through the custom thing and it tacks on twenty more bucks. Mm-hmm. Sounds Yeah. So it's like if you if you want, uh, unless it's Chara. Chara, I think, just comes that way. Yeah, Chara comes with the C for for free. Yeah. Damn it, Jacobs. Yeah. Well, she's no, gonna no, have no, to go no, out there and bury some bodies on on Berg's behalf on this one. This is this <laughs> is just how it is on NHLShop.com. Uh, mm-hmm. oh. I didn't say which bodies. I just said there'd be bodies that clearly need to be buried. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was, uh, Anthony. I was talking I to Anthony. That. Right. Um. <laughs> anyway, like like I said before, and people didn't hear this before because that episode is lost, but I will tell you that I've watched way too much Bruins hockey like since I became a fan. And I'm talking like nearly every game, every season. And this year I, I just you know, I, I usually take a look at the schedule and I go, I wanna see this game and this game. I'd like we're gonna buy tickets and we're gonna go. And this year I'm like well, maybe we'll go to a game. You know what it is? The team started fucking with you early on, and they got an assist from the fucking Oilers because that basically you were screwed this year once the Oilers fucking scratched Andy Ferentz when he, when he play uh, when they played in Boston. Yeah, that fucking sucked. It really did. That was a healthy scratch too. He wasn't even injured that day. No, he was just taken off of IR, and they didn't play him. Motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, and now I'm like. I know he's not going to play that much, so I'm just, like, heartbroken about that. I mean, age. Age is a terrible thing. It is. Uh, and I'm, I'm very sentimental about certain people. So I did get to see Johnny Boychuk last year play. That was fun. Although, 
I'll be honest with you, I was having such a good time at the game that I didn't really watch the game as closely as I normally would. I blame it on Mandy. Yeah, that seems yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, I had this mixture of like all of the players that I really liked have gone away and I, everybody loves Bergeron. It's just kind of rote at this point. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's not my special thing. It's not my special thing. You can lead the charge on liking one of the new defensemen, or in a new defenseman. I was gonna say, but um, uh, <laughs> there's there's not a lot of there's not a yeah. lot of fresh faces on that D coming in this year. Yeah, not right now. Yeah, so I mean, I I want to be excited right from the beginning of the season. I I'm finding a I hard. I told you, well, well, you see where you got you have to latch latch your latch your your Rhode Island ass on on on, on Noel Chari here. That's what you got to do. I know. I know. Like this is—he's like a ready-made. I know. I know you love your defenseman, but he's like a ready-made player for you. He's a—he's a lower-line mucker. He's from Rhode Island. He's fun. Hell, he's fun as hell to watch. He fucks people up. <laughs> Just in case the yeah, listeners I mean, didn't know, I'm from Rhode Island. <laughs> just destroyed Brooks Orpik, and anyone Here's who destroys Brooks Orpik is—is yes. uh, is good in my book. Oh, I fucking hate Brooks Orpik. I really do. That that fucker needs to just disappear. I'm not going to say anything worse than that. I, I hope Louis Erickson bought a Chari dinner that night afterwards because uh, mm. he deserved uh, concussion it. Two, concussion 2.0 was, was an Orpic uh, um, atrocity, if I recall correctly. So, yep. Um, yeah, it, the first one was John Scott. The second yes. one was Orpic, and then it took him forever. It took him really a full year to recover after yeah. that. And the thing is, and everyone forgot that it was Orpic because of what else happened to that game involving Orpic. I never forgot it. Oh. I never yeah. forgot it, but I it was just... it was but it was also among other things the 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 Thornton incident, mm-hmm. and um uh, James uh, Neal uh, kneeing Martian in the head. Head, yeah, is, I remember uh, that. Yeah, that was know. ugly too. That was all the same scrum, more or less. Um, that was a fucking terrible game. <laughs> hey, Pittsburgh. Oh, and that was the second time Chris Kelly broke a leg. Of three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he caught the high oh, yeah, stick just. Was... To... Yeah, that was the it was the penguins. Yes, yes. So uh, yeah, was, that, was that game it? was just just a bloodbath. Oh, good lord! Three or something uh, got a, like slashed him and broke his ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, his, oh, no, it was above his pads. It was it was um it was just just below the knee. I thought it was quite it was quite high. It was his leg, well, not ankle. Uh, all right. Well, but anyways, the second of, it was the second of three broken legs. Like seriously, poor Chris Kelly. I, I hope he has has plans to get robot legs or something because. You know and what? I suggested I, it in this space before. Adamantium, le- adamantium leg bones for Chris Kelly. He desperately needs them. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I, I also wonder, um, you know, I, immediately when I saw that last broken leg, I thought, wow, his bones are really brittle. And I thought, oh, no, maybe he has brittle bone disease, which is an actual disease. Or some medications do it, like medications for Crohn's disease affect your bones. Ah. Yeah. Perhaps he just needs to drink more milk. Um. Well, maybe he has a problem. Jamie Collins, yes! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Football? <laughs> we were I discussing love- uh, Chris Kelly's possible <laughs> osteoporosis. <laughs> we'll cut that out. I'm so sorry. That, like, broke, like, <laughs> no, no, we should leave it. <laughs> Enter the- Jamie Collins is my adopted son. If he ever needs like a home-cooked meal or something or a place to stay, I will. I will provide both of those things for him because I love him to death. Anyway, okay, so getting back to Chris Kelly, he could have a calcium absorption problem or he doesn't take enough calcium or uh, I don't know. We or could perhaps he just sort of pissed off some sort of wizard. 
um, the hockey gods. <laughs> the hockey gods said, "Fuck you! You have brittle legs now." How so dare- your so your fans are un, 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 unhappy with your contract, huh? That is a lot of money to be getting to be you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I feel so bad about that because I complain about that, too. But now it just seems like the thing to do. Just put, like, some guy who's making more money than you think they should be on the third line. You know what, though? This charity works fantastic. Okay. um, His enthusiasm while while doing the play-by-play on mini one-on-one was unparalleled. (laughs) He was so so enthusiastic for those little kids. Yeah, just so excited to watch those little kids pass and break up the ice and I mean, shoot and score. He really nailed that. Like <laughs> he, sh- they should record his voice, and all computers should have that voice from now on. Cortana. No, I would totally, even if I had to pay for that download the download mod for Siri, I would totally pay for the Chris Kelly Siri. <laughs> which is and weird though you know <laughs> which is weird that he wasn't very good in the booth considering his you know work with Lincoln Park <laughs> <laughs> you'd think he could handle that you're right in the end it just doesn't really matter oh <laughs> Tim buddy that See, one's for you that choice of lyric though is, is that that's, that's Chester Biddington not Mike Shinoda so darn. true <laughs> And I know members of Lincoln Park. I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> okay. You have no memories of them, or you? No, do no. Have- I, I I know names of members of Lincoln Park. Um, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> I, I know most of them. Blackmail, blackmail, dirty, dirty blackmail. Well, I clearly just in my now, I announced this on something that'll have dozens of listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you, we, if we tens of persons. If we hashtag. Um, the band, I, I bet we'll get seventeen more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> at least one of them will be a very upset Chester Bennington. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, just does not work in Stone Temple Pilots. It's just no, not right. No, oh, no, it does not. What? I didn't even know that. that oh, was since, since since before Wyland's death, he's been he'd been singing the STP since they fired Scott Wyland. Yeah, they don't have anywhere near the same vocal no. range. No, it's no. terrible. It, initially, they were billing it as uh, as to- Stone Temple Pilots featuring Chester Bennington. Then they scrapped that and just called it Stone Temple Pilots, which kind of offended me. You know who has who's the perfect person for Stone Temple Pilots? Scott Wyland, but he's kind of dead. Well, he's definitely dead. He's very dead. I was going to say, Eddie Vedder, the guy he sounded like he was imitating the all this time. <laughs> I just never, I really, I never liked STP. I just, uh, whatever. You know, I, there's like a lot of the 90s that I just choose to not remember. And early aughts, musically. And oh, the early aughts are best forgotten, mostly. But yes. Um, mm. I don't really know. The dogs getting back together. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Who? What was that? I'm sorry. On a, on a vaguely related note, the new Blink 182 is fantastic. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I saw that uh, Temple of the Dog was getting back together too. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's happening. Oh, how did I not know this? Now I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't do anything for me. I would do lots of things to Chris Cornell's voice if I could. 
I like I've made it very clear that Eddie Vedder may or may not be my spirit animal. So um, I'm excited. Wow, I'm learning all sorts of new things right now. First of all, I didn't think Chris Cornell was in Temple of the Dog, was he? He was their main singer, not Eddie Vedder. It was basically Pearl Jam being fronted by Chris Cornell rather than Eddie. Okay. After the death of the singer from Mother Love Bone. Okay, full disclosure. I I think I saw like SoundCloud, uh, Sound, SoundCloud, Soundgarden once, and I saw Pearl Jam a lot more than you would think I would have. Yeah, I was going to say Pearl Jam doesn't really seem like your thing at all. Um. No, no. I okay. When I went to see, um, I I went to two dates of this tour by Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, where yeah, the doesn't really strike me as your thing, but okay. <laughs> no, I used to love the Chili Peppers. But, until a point and then I didn't really like them as much but um, yeah it was like uh, I went to a chili pepper show in high school and my guidance counselor who was my former 8th grade uh, English teacher actually was there with her kid and uh, she's like this show's going to be totally fine for my son right I'm like totally of course you know who opened one of the openers for that one was Dead Milkman so that's that is Aww. more up my alley yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so cool yes so, so so anyway I'm like oh yeah this should be fine and then it's like you know Anthony Kiedis just keeps putting his hand down in areas and I'm just like please for the love of God don't do anything I just told this woman who is a true inspiration to me that this would be fine for her 11 year old son anyway everything was fine um, and I had to drive over the old James Temple Bridge to get to that concert. Ah, uh, do you remember? Do you know of the old Jamestown Bridge? I remember, I left Rhode Island when I was nine, so I only know by reputation, not by not by memory. <laughs> oh my God! I drove over that thing multiple times, and I was in a Colony Park, Grand Marquis Colony Park station wagon, driving on the graded uh, center. You know, it's like it was uh, at the top. It's like you could kind of see through and it was great and supposed to be skid proof. But you went everywhere and it was just <laughs> two very narrow lanes that, you know, my, my, when my when before I was born, my mother was working in Jamestown while the parents were living in Point Judith. And, uh, you know, I've heard some things. She was doing that, doing that in her, her 76 um, uh, Nova. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It, it's like it was one of the worst bridges ever. Um, it was pretty bad, and uh, I was really glad when they retired it in 1992, but this concert preceded that. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so I used to see the, the Chili Peppers and all that stuff, and um, so the opener on that tour was Pearl Jam, and then it was Smashing Pumpkins, and then it was um, uh, what's Red, Hot Chili Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I saw them on the BU Ice Rink. It's like, a they put fucking uh, killer show. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually seen Pearl Jam like three or four times. No, really didn't want to talk about this. You could have said, "Can we talk about something else?" <laughs> Bless you, child. Yes, mute buttons are awesome, but it was funny. It's terrifying. Vampire sneeze. Vampire sneeze. Oh, yeah. Um, when, when, when a bunch of my friends were patient zero for Ontario with uh, swine flu, because they were in central, they were in central Mexico when the outbreak happened there. Um, yeah, that was that was um, when I uh, started doing the armpit sneeze and uh, 
I'm more interested in your friends getting swine flu. Um, only yeah. two of them did, ultimately, but um, uh, they were all doing a bunch of mine tours in central Mexico, which is, of course, where the outbreak started, in, like, uh, Durango and, um, uh, and, and, and places like that, when things started going crazy. And they uh, came back on some of the earliest flights, and the first two patients in, Ontario, in northern Ontario were among them. Oh. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, the, night, the, the, the day they got back, my buddy's like, hey... To go to why don't go get pizza and go to go to a show? Sure. So yeah, we shared pizza the day he got back from possibly getting swine flu, and uh, things were okay. I never got the, the the swine flu vaccine. Never got sick. So not everybody get gets those things, but yeah. there there are people who are really susceptible to it. So I know the other thing it, that I was thinking about earlier about why I wasn't super inspired. I really thought, you know, they let go of Louie. They let him go to a free agency, and he was swooped up by the Canucks very quickly, which makes me feel like his whole tenure here was because of Jim Benning. But anyway, that's another story. I mean, that's and, actually a plausible scenario, him and, uh, and John Weisbrod. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, so we're going to sign somebody, and we signed David Backus, and here's where we get into that, that whole thing of, like, where we, we struggle – to say something nice about somebody um, or I shouldn't really struggle. I'm not struggling. I'm not really as fond of him as a player, um, but I do. I, I, what? I'm with you there on, on, on the back. Cause I've never particularly liked his game. I know. Yes. Sorry. I, I tried so hard, um, but I just, I, I, maybe it'll be different here, but I just, I haven't believed in it so far seeing what I have from team USA and what little I've watched at the flutes, but I do very sincerely love his charity work, which is something that we say on this podcast when we're not really fond of the player. We say that we love the like, charity. Yeah, love love the charity work. It's fantastic. I mean, yeah, his his Bruin, his his Boston intro, making an appearance with a rescue pit bull. I mean, that that was clearly an appeal specifically to you, VA. It was. It was exclusively. It's like this is like VA. Please like me and accept me. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> You know, as I had said before in the podcast that was lost, um, I had recently watched the Champions, which was about uh, some of the Michael Vick dogs, and he and his wife produced that, and it's on Netflix right now. And it was a, uh, it's one of those kind of you're not really sure what to think of it, um, other than you really should just believe that dogs can be really rehabilitated over time and given space, they will basically normalize and um, they will react to people who are good to them. So uh, that's mainly the, the, the good point or the, the main point of that movie. So I was really surprised to see that he uh, and his wife had produced that through their Athletes for Animals charity. So that was really cool. And I do, I do sincerely love his charity work. And yes, I saw that and I was like, oh, I'm very sweet. That's very sweet. And then Jeff had to point it out to me just in case I didn't see it. And I hadn't seen that specific one. So, you know. Mom, so, yes. I, I, I got your back, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Rescue Pitbulls. That's that's definitely, that's my wheelhouse. So As, as far as back as the player goes, I really hope he fills into that, like, Nathan Horton, Jerome Ginlow type role with David Krejci. Because it seems to be when he plays his best. When I'm he's got a banger on the right side. Yeah. 
I'm not terribly interested in the mid center, um, but at 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 right at second right second line right wing, yes, please. Actually, I'm actually rather excited about him playing that. Even because I think what I've never liked about David Bax is because they keep putting him at freaking center, He's and I hate him as a center. center. <laughs> yeah, we we don't really need that many centers right now. We need people who can play center when they need to, but. We need- well, see, that's, he's probably better at the dot than Krejci is, for example, which is always um, an asset. So, but he's just so weak defensively down the middle. He just he needs to be on the on the board. See, you say that, but a few years ago, he was you know a runner up for a Selkie. Actually, it was the same year that Krejci was also runner up for the Selkie. So who the fuck knows? I guess. <laughs> Krejci <laughs> was runner up. For- he was like he was like fifth or sixth in voting a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's when he led, led the league in plus minus. Because, you know, hockey raiders know their stuff. Oh. Who won that year? Bergie, of course. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. Yeah, that, well, was I... not, that was not one of the years that they hosted him, you know, to give it to Taves or Kopitar. Because, you know, fuck you, Pro Hockey Raiders Association. Fuck you I love, I love Kopitar, but God, that was a stupid win. Less stupid him. than the Taves win in 2013. <laughs> Fact. Well, we, should, no, we should have a it, podcast about how much... Writers get the the awards wrong. In fact, Char only won uh, one uh, one uh, one Norris is a uh... mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, who won the Norris this past year? I kind of spaced uh, it Doughty. out. Drew Doty because he was due, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the same reason why Kopitar won his. Well, see, that's the fallacy of awards in general. Is that uh, basically if somebody gets nominated enough, they will just give them one. You know? Unless you're unless you're Shea Weber, in which case it's just not going to happen yeah. because um, uh, the period of time when you were good is now in the past. Um, <laughs> and now you're on a shitty team. <laughs> Although Montreal's really happy that they have him. That's what Michael uh, Michel Therrien said. Yep, I bet he would. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I this is the other thing I wanted to say that I said the other day. I freaking love that PK Subban is with the Predators so much. Like, I know that, that that sister and I are, like, kind of similar in that respect. She might be a little bit ahead of me, but, you I'm, know. I've always loved PK, and I'm just so excited for him not to be ahead. We can love him I for love the him. player that he is. And, and I think Love Violette is going to just shut out that, like, tip, Montreal typical shit. That, you know, the, the diving and the, the being just a, a prick on the ice. Yeah. I think he's going to get that out of him. And I think it that oh my god that that pairing I'm still very excited about that pairing and uh, those top two pairings I mean that that I mean like I it's, it's much less fanfare but I love that Ekholm Ellis second pair oh like, I I do too <laughs> I wish um, that they had done a little bit better in in the uh, in the playoffs sorry I wish they had done better in the playoffs but um, I do like that pairing but that top pairing is just like oh man. I he is a little reclimped. Yeah, BA yeah. uh, getting the vapors. Girl <laughs> boner. Girl is, is the word that I, I like to use. Um, I'm just very excited about that pairing. See, that's what the problem is. Like, I'm very excited about that, and I look at the Bruins' defense, and I'm just like, sorry guys, just can't. <laughs> I've got a headache. <laughs> An acquaintance of mine. Oh dear, it's not got that. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited for the Bruins defense in the future, which bums me out so bad because it's not going to be this year. And it's like, I want it now. <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, like, like just re- just reading uh, today, 
Kirk Lunke's got a got a um, uh, report on on, on a write up of um, uh, Charlie McAvoy and the and uh, and then Ryan Lindgren's uh, performances at the uh, at the World Junior Val camps. Oh God damn it! Between that and when you you know ran the fuck over um uh, Lawson Cruz there, Charlie McAvoy's gonna be fucking awesome, and it's he's gonna be on this team not this year but next year for sure. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm kind of pumped. I'm not really excellent with forward thinking, like in the future, like into the future Um, because of my own little, um, I'm just, I'm very much a present person. I think that's human nature, especially with sports. I mean, oh boy, we're going to be great in three or four years. Well, you got to tell me I got to buy NHL center ice for three or four more years until I can finally enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where I, I just want to know exactly what to expect of the Bruins this year. So well, I don't get my hopes up too high. Our, so our I, defense has not really changed, right? Yeah, um, I know. We can assume that we're going to have Colin Miller probably all year this time. Probably. And a name like Colin, that's kind of, you can call him Colin Mueller and pretend he's German. Well, Mueller does mean Miller in German. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, but, you know... Um, you just, like, put an umlaut over the O and, you know, make that work somehow? Motley Crue? Berlin? Berlin, <laughs> Curlin Mueller? Berlin <laughs> <laughs> Mueller. No, it doesn't really work the same way. No. I tried. I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just like me and sides. We just had this special relationship that he didn't know about, and that I didn't really know about. Like in my dream, that one time. This sounds really bad. Nothing happened. We just started a war. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Did that nothing. Nothing no. happened. We just we just waged war against other countries. It was by accident. We totally didn't try to do that. We didn't mean to. So, I don't think he's going to sign in the NHL. I think he's going to go back to Germany, even um, though the German starting season to starts see soon. The first of the um, uh, professional tryout offers with um, uh, with, with um, uh, James Wisniewski getting a PTO with Tampa, with, with Tampa, right? So, all hope's not lost. He may get himself land himself a PTO, but I'm not holding my breath. No. Yeah, but it's going to be with somebody else. And it's going to probably be with somebody that I hate. Oh, man, that's going to suck. It, oh, maybe, oh, wait a minute. Maybe Chia will pick him up. No, nah, probably yeah. not. If you want, you can. Uh, I can send you my uh, Seidenberg jersey signed by, uh, you know, Mr. Bruin himself. And you can, like, you can wear it if you want. <laughs> Sounds like one of those, yeah. like, weird things where it's like, you can wear it if you yeah. want, and then you can send it right back to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Fairly on topic after dark. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel a Seidenberg jersey autographed by Milt Schmidt is one of the most German American things you can you can purchase. German Canadian, but yeah. Yeah, sure. No, sure. It's, it's well North American. North American <laughs> German. You can get yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it's, if you're going to be have a Seidenberg jersey signed by by a random uh, old uh, Bruin, it makes far <laughs> and away the most sense to be Milt Schmidt on yeah. account of, you know, the not-aliveness of, of uh, Bobby Bauer or uh, Woody Dumart. So, uh... The not-aliveness. <laughs> hey, but 
Le- non-livingness. Le- what's, what's the line? Legends live forever, but heroes never die? Or is it the other way around? Sandlot. Oh, I don't no, know. No, I think that's it. It has nothing yeah. to do with what we're discussing. Anyway, the point being, is Milchwitz indestructible. I think that's yeah. what Nick is trying to say. Yeah. He's like 97 or something, right? Yeah. That's pretty old. He's, he's already got the uh, adamantium bones. Adamantium? Ooh, yeah. Adamantium. Adamantium. Yeah, he's uh, 98. You heard oh. it here, folks. Mill Schmidt is actually Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you see him, like, you know, last year when they said happy birthday to him, he put his hands up and then, like, the claws came out? Oh, did you see it? <laughs> I thought it was just a glare. <laughs> <laughs> of course that's what happened. I remember it that way. Can't prove us wrong, that's yeah. for sure. You know, and, and Chief is Iron Man, you know? Totally. Didn't you see him hovering above the ice when he got his award? <laughs> he's a little unsteady because he's still trying to get it yeah. together a I little bit. that was fog. It's not all coming together. <laughs> oh, man. I remember... So who's Deadpool? You know, I, you know, the one thing I have not done in the last, like, uh, four weeks is I've not watched Deadpool, which I, I, I should remember. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. I bought it. I bought it because I love that movie so much, and I still don't only buy watch DVDs, it. listeners. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I needed it. That's like fair. I was in a store. The movie's extraordinary. I, so, it was yeah. right there, and I, I just needed it. I, I was. It was at Target. I said, "I need this." I know we could have gotten a digital copy through Amazon and watched that and been happy. We've done that with the other Marvel movies, but this one, I needed to have it in my hands. And now that sounds a little bit dirty, and unintentionally. No, to be fair. Not, you know, I mean, a lot of people would say that while talking about uh, uh, about him, uh, Ryan, about Ryan Reynolds. So it's okay. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind looking at him. I really think he's very funny. I love him. In the papers again. Yep. He is yet again reclaimed. <laughs> I, I am. I'm. A, I'm a little hot, but not bothered really. But hot. Yes. Whew. It's a. Uh, it's like 80 degrees in here. It's very yeah. very hot. So, but no, um, I, I should probably watch that because it's been almost. So anyway, you guys have to tell me. We've got... <laughs> what do we have to tell you? VA? We have to tell you shit. No, no, you do. You have to tell me why I need to believe in the team other than Chari and David Backus and his charity work. And yeah, Brian no. Reynolds is not part of this team. So that's probably not going to be good. And he's a Canucks fan. Yeah. So are there other things that I need to believe in? I only have I mean... an I just have an emotional approach for it, emotional pitch. Okay. Uh, we need you. Oh. It's right, you know. Yeah. That's very sweet. That's brand new. Yeah. Don't leave. But um, I didn't say I was leaving. I just take me with you. Okay. Here's why I'm leaving the Bruins. <laughs> Carr's got two more seasons left in this league. I love how Jeff's like, shove that shit to the side. <laughs> it wasn't going anywhere. Go away, you emotional hipster doofus. It's, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. No, it's, your fault. it's not your fault. Okay. No, it's all right. I understand. It's not your fault. Okay, yes, tell me. Okay. Believe in these Bruins because Chara has only probably only two more seasons left in this league. 
And you know what? I think this team's going to do better things because they know that they're going to do it for Z. Believe. You know what? I, I just I, came up with that one on the fly. On the fly. I hadn't pre-thought of that one. That just occurred to me. It's so. true, though. And I, I still go back to last season. This team was still uh, first in their division at one point in time. I know. If it weren't for an absolute horrible collapse, which I, I you don't want to attribute luck to too many things, but clearly luck and everything else were not on their side. I think they can. I think they can overcome it this year. I'm not saying they're going to be first in their division, but I think we we got a playoff team. Detroit got worse. Mm-hmm. Montreal got worse. Toronto and Buffalo aren't there yet. Ottawa's. Still shit. So you know what? This there's no reason for this team not to be a playoff. Maybe not even. Maybe even actual legit qualifier, not a, um, a wild card. Because the only teams that are for sure 100 percent guaranteed better than us in the Atlantic are are in Florida. Yeah, which is I just never thought that I would hear those words together. I mean, both teams in Florida are better. Um, I mean, both of them are like both both of them. You know, I mean, we wouldn't get far in the playoffs because those two teams are going to be fucking killer this year. Yeah. So, yeah, but once you're in, anything can happen too. Also, yes. That's Point being, the jo- the there's, there's this, this team because remember it's, it's pretty much the same thing as last year with just some changes, right? You know, better depth and okay, trading Louis for Bacchus is you lose some things, gain some others, whatever. I'll leave it be. This team is is not terribly talent different from what it was last year, in my opinion. And we get so, Doby. Doby's back. Hudobin. That alone yeah. right there will get you an extra four points. Which I think it gets you more than that. Yeah. Maybe. Four to eight. Yeah, I'll, so I'll agree with that because cause Gus yeah. was not was not great. No, Gus was not great. We need to back up the Claude Trust, which is the big reason why Doby they signed. Even, even though Doby may not have been the best talent-wise option out there, we know Claude trusts him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because I think Claude still, while he was kept, we'll say, and it seems like Sweeney really wants to, to work with him. And it seemed less ambiguous than it was last year, you know, when we were kind of like, oh, my God, Claude's going to get fired. I didn't feel like Claude was really going to get fired this year. I, I still think that he's he really has something to prove this year, and I think it's just gets well, to the playoffs. You, you look at his assistant staff and you know that he's – Sweeney isn't a, is prepared to pull the trigger now. You can tell that, but <laughs> yeah, because now we have he whose name must be said backwards and oh Cassidy between Cassidy Sacco and um uh, and oh, a flood map. Yeah, I always remember. I always forget Sacco. I just Sackman. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> we should have Sackman fever. It's just so bizarre. Ah, oh, Sacco. He sounds like he should be in part of the Animaniacs or something. Just doesn't sound like he should be a coach. Anyway, we went to okay. New England way and called him, you know, the Sako. If we called him Sako instead, then maybe maybe that will work. You know. Mm. Yeah, then maybe I'd probably remember it a little bit better. I just always forget that he's there, even though he's usually like on the bench. Well, um, yeah, because he's, he's he's the power play coach, right? So I guess so. I mean, it was always Jarvis who was up in the uh and the on the ninth yeah, floor. Yeah, Jarvis was the eye in the sky. Looking at you. And I can read your mind, cause I'm the uh... no no one <laughs> no no Alan Christmas project no, okay thank you going. Uh, 1983 I think it was like I don't know uh, like uh, I remember Casey Kasem playing it on America's Top 40 a few times that was the only time you would ever hear it it's a good song okay you know look guys I think I'm gonna watch but I'm not gonna be as 
I can't be as gung ho as I've been. I can't watch like seventy something games because it's insane. You know, really, I've, I've watched way too many games <laughs> per year. I need to have some kind of life. I think I need to work on that a little bit more. It's okay. It's okay. fair. Especially if you're going to a lot of pea brewing games. Oh my god, I know. That's going to be... If we do that, that's going to be quite something. So, but anyway... We've well, been... quickly we have to, be a little bit of new stuff. Brewing things that have actually been happened recently. Keith Gretzky, our, our um, head um, amateur scout, got um, hired away by... Uh, Peter Chiarelli. By Peter Chiarelli. So, um, uh, that's, uh, that's unfortunate because the drafts that he's uh, run have been... Are good ones. Um, his first draft was the Pat was the Pasternak and uh, Donato Heinen draft, and uh, then last year and then this year. So these have been you know good drafts. Uh, prior to um, uh, the Pasternak draft, Chiarelli drafts were not good. Yeah, no, they really weren't. So it'll be interesting to see who actually assumes that role going forward. Um, in terms of hierarchy, I think uh, Scott Fitzgerald was the next down the food chain. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't been moved into that officially moved into that position. I think Scott Bradley's uh, Bradley's double shifting between AGM and director of amateur scouting for the moment. Didn't Scott Bradley hold that position before in like the Marshan draft? Way back, yeah. So a couple people ago. Yeah. Someone else did it, but someone else did that held that position during all those terrible drafts. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be a matter of time before they either find another Gretzky brother who can take over or um, just find somebody in general uh, to take over. Yeah, I, I fully expect like it'll be just an internal moving up the ladder, whether it's into being um, uh, Fitzgerald or not. It's another question. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Other Bruins-related news, let's see. They hired new assistant coaches for the P Bruins, Trent Whitfield and uh, Ray Leach, I think. Yep, really. Trent Whitfield, Trent Whitfield, of course, being a cursed name. He managed to be on the roster for the 2010 collapse against the Flyers. And then was also captain of the P Bruins when they did their collapse for being a 3-0 in a series against the Wilkes Bar Scranton Penguins. So that should go well for the well for Providence. He's the only player ever to be on multiple teams to do a collapse from a 3-0 series lead. So uh, on account of there only having been five hockey teams ever to do that. Yeah, you know... Um... I'm not feeling that great about that now. Super. Hey, third time's a charm. He's only an assistant coach, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we know how luck runs. And to be fair, it wasn't... Trent, Whit- Trent Whitfield wasn't why the why the, um, uh, the, the, the 2010 Flyers collapse happened. The injuries that caused him to get called up were the reason that collapse happened. Specifically, the um, uh, uh, Mike Richards slash that broke Krejci's wrist. Oh. Conveniently why I hate Mike Richards. At the same time, of course, you know, Mark Savard was playing, but couldn't remember his own name. Uh, and uh, slight exaggeration, a little cruel. I feel bad. I apologize. Savvy, I love you. So, yeah. And oh, and Paye playing on the first line with Bergeron. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, good times all, all by head by all. And the last news of note, I think, would be something that finally happened. I guess I don't really of note's probably an exaggeration. There was only two signings the Bruins hadn't made yet. Um, rather inexplicably, because you'd think these would be easy contracts, uh, Chris Casto and Brian Furlan had both been um, uh, qualified but weren't signed to contracts until um, uh, just about the last day or so. Both neither expected to be on the team, certainly Cat, not Casto. Uh, Furlan no. maybe could push for four, could, could a fourth-line wing, but 
Probably not. He's got to compete with Griffith. He got to compete with Griffith, who's probably first in line to get that spot and to get that that fourth line left wing. So Furlan's got a tough battle thing. So they're both been signed. That's great. They're they're locked in for the next year. Contracts are you know standard two way deals. Um, uh, you know I mean then Castro gets six fifty eight six hundred fifty thousand the NHL ninety thousand the AHL. Furlan somewhat curiously gets more in the NHL but less in the AHL. He only gets eighty thousand to the AHL which seems to me to suggest they at least convinced him and his agent that, yes, he would have a good shot as long as he got his hit together to play in the NHL, because otherwise, why would he consent to the lower AHL salary? Yeah, I'm concerned about Berlin because he had a tough year last year with injury. Yeah, that's, it's rough because he, he, he's, his he's a little bit, his cup of coffee the year before, he looked pretty solid as a fourth-line wing, right? And then, yeah, he did. And then got sent down because there was way too many fourth-line wings on that, on that particular 2014-15 roster at the end of the year after the Connolly acquisition and all that shenanigans. And then, yeah, last year he played, what, like a dozen games? Played really well in the few he in, in the very, very few games he had, but he kept getting, you know, getting kept getting his brain box scrambled, so... Um, Concussion, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the word for it, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm cautious about him. Uh, we'll see. It would be... I'm glad, they're, I'm glad they didn't just let him go, because that would have been kind of cruel and unfortunate, and there's still some potential there. Well, I thought that might have happened because I didn't see him on the leagues, I mean, the uh, pro league roster in Foxborough. Like, last year, I never saw him in Foxborough the few times I went, but he was still on the, the roster, you know? Maybe which... focusing purely on recovery at this point. Maybe, maybe, but I like also... trying to be as healthy as imaginably possible come the fall, so we can try to, you know, and in, 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 you know, however many weeks it is till camp starts, try to wow, because again, there's because of the Krejci injury, which is supposed to last into November, it puts a little, at least it puts a little more intrigue into the roster building coming out of camp. Mm-hmm. One assumes that puts Backus at, at center to start the, to, to, to start the year, even though presumably he's not going to stay there. So that gives an extra right wing spot. So that gives two wing spots that are for grabs. Four left wing and a right wing spot. I think that Backus is pretty much, uh, he's said as much that he will just do whatever is oh, expected yeah. um, of him. But my, my point is to begin the season. So when when the puck drops game one, Bax will probably be at center because Krejci's out. Oh, yeah. So that means that for AHL wingers, namely Griffith, Furlan, and probably Danton Heinen, there's a chance to make the team at least to start the year. Now, that said, one of them's going to end up getting sent down, presumably. of the uh, One of the two of the three that make the team is going to end up getting sent down. So, uh... Unless they wow, so there's going to be a, a lot of pressure there. It should be interesting to see what some, what the what what the what the kid wingers that do make the team out of camp uh, and what they do in camp. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's another thing that really gets me is that there are just so many questions right off the bat about this team, you know. And you know, we we're going to have Krejci and Krug recovering from surgery. Uh, yeah, Krug being out to start with is going to be rough. Krug's. Probably our best overall defenseman at this point. At this point in Char's career, yeah. So it's it's not um, an easy puzzle to put together at the beginning of the year. You could also argue that the beginning of the year is probably the least important time, you know, because well, it's a just, long season. So, and that's just it. Crew being out, what it'll do is it'll give us a chance to see for a sustained period if Morrow, if Joe Morrow is worth a damn. I suspect he's not. Or if we get a call up of Carlo or O'Gara, who are the most likely call, likely um, uh, guys to get the cup of coffee there, from what I understand as well. Carlo's a right hand shot, so he's the less likely. He's despite the most talented, probably the least likely from a role standpoint. 
also why I think Joe Morrow is probably going to get the most plays out of that, even though I really want to see O'Gara on, on NHL ice, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, how long was – they signed Morrow for like a one year or something, or was it yes, two years? Yeah, Joe Morrow has – hang on. He signed him for one year at 800000 It's a one-way contract. Mm-hmm. So Morrow's on this team regardless. They're not likely to send him down. Unless he just drops the ball so bad that they say to hell with it, like they did with certain other in fourth line individuals at the end, towards the end of last year. Uh-huh. It's a variable sal- salary, but they're not likely to send him down if they can avoid it. Also, there must be some concern about whether they whether he'd make it through waivers or not. Not that I'd be terribly concerned. Joe Morrow is frustrating. There's talent there, but he's he's got the toolbox, but doesn't know which one's the hammer. Yeah, he's got he, syndrome in that regard. I I want. I want him to be successful, but I also know that, honestly, if he disappeared, I wasn't going to be too ha- unhappy about that. And I feel like we can truly move on from that terrible deal. Well, no, we still got two more years of uh, Jimmy of Jimmy Hayes. Well, I'm talking about the people directly related to that deal. I see. Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't even think of Jimmy Hayes as that, even though that is exactly. Damn it, Jeff! <laughs> I think that it's just something that we're going to have to see. I'm going to try really harder than I've been trying. I've been burned out on hockey. We all know that I just cover time. Just make sure you don't want just don't watch the world the, the World Cup of hockey. Just give yourself as much time as possible to, to 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 get hyped again. I'm not supposed to use that to prime myself up. Or at least don't watch Team USA because they're going to be watch very USA mediocre. No, I have a feeling I'm going to be watching Team Europe. Oh, wait a minute, does Switzerland have their own team? No, they have Team Europe, don't they? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Sides is on Team Europe. He's a confirmed player, even if he's not going to be in the NHL this year. So. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's yep. one song for you. Oh. How do you say that in German? I don't know. You should probably find out. I could find out. Just give me a minute. <laughs> Hi, Leo. Of course, it's idiom, so it doesn't really work. But, you know. Well, let's see. Well, it'll translate. It just won't mean anything. It'll work for us. There's Spannengesang. Okay. It'll be that. It'll be Seidenberg's whatever you just said. There's Spannengesang. Oh, wow, I said that really... Blah, blah, blah. I, I've had too much beer. There's Spannengesang. That's what it is. Um, apparently, it translates pretty easily. That should probably be the title of the episode. By the way, there's I don't know, but then somebody who's like fluent in German is going to say, "Oh no, they're giving it up. They're not going to record any more episodes, and then I won't have anybody to uh, listen to about hockey, the ice hockey." Assuming the person's fluent in German and understands English idiom. Okay. There's a lot of hypotheticals there. Exactly. All right, we should probably wrap this up. Bruin season starts in 63 days. Yes, yesterday it was Tyler Randall days, I believe. Yeah. Yep, and today it's Brad Marchand days. Uh, which, really, what, what day isn't Brad Marchand day? Um, and that'll be an interesting discussion. 37, Therese Bergeron day is clearly not Brad Marchand day. <sighs> what would I do without you? Really, what would I do without you, Jeff? For pointing that out. (laughs) (laughs) 
right, so six three days till the season, and it's shorter until the World Cup of Hockey, which starts sometime in September. But yeah, I've been told in whenever. Yeah. <laughs> not the oh my god, that's next month. Okay, so so obviously we'll be doing some podcasts in between here and there and everywhere. You can find us on Twitter at Fairly on Topic. Really, we like people talking to us. You can talk at us. We'll talk back. Uh, obviously, on SoundCloud, that's where we primarily are heard by many people. You can also check us out at Bobby DeBerge. And you can find our Facebook page. Uh, it, it is uh, at Barely on Topic as well. Mm-hmm. So, Bobby DeBerge, we're regulars in the, in the comment thread, so you can talk to us individually um, as opposed to this uh, abstract collective on Twitter. So... Uh, do that <laughs> yeah i'm pretty much convinced that any post that i make now is just going to be all berg grams like because i mean that's what i did today i just didn't have anything to say and it was wonderful Bergigrams yeah. are the best we don't have our traditional word smith here word so.